Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to Socks on Tap. I'm your boy Buzz, and I'm joined by my dude, Tony Marchese. And we are here after a White Sox loss to the Kansas City Royals, 8-6. to six. Our Sox lose here tonight. Tony, I'm going to steal what your tweet says, and losing the Royals is weak and lame. Yeah. <laughs> you just took my intro. <laughs> oh, no, no. You stole it right from me. I'm sorry. It's the lamest and weakest thing that you can do. I mean, these are the bottom feeders, right? You know, uh, I remember back when uh, we were we were playing up in Minnesota and we won the first game, and they talked about how, you know, we were the we were the bottom class of the AL Central, and uh, yeah, I mean that's true. Um, the Royals are definitely down there. Um, you know, the Sox sixty four eighty one, um, but. Uh, a whole 10 games back behind the White Sox are the Kansas City Royals at 54 and 92. Um, you know, it's uh, this is a team that you should beat. And we talked about it, Johnny and I, last night about how uh, the, the, the weather forecast looked exactly the same. The ball was going to be flying out of the ballpark. And again, it, it was today. And it just seemed like. I don't know if it was pitch placement or if it was just really good hitting by the Kansas City Royals tonight. They just continued to hit the ball out of the yard. Um, it, you know, I'm looking at this box score right now. You know, Jorge Soler went deep twice. Mondesi took him, uh, took Lopez deep as well. Uh, Starling in the fourth inning, and then uh, O'Hearn. There was just home run after home run after home run given up by White Sox pitching uh, five of them in total. And when you're giving up five long balls in one game, Buzz, that is not great, Bob. No, you're going to have a bad time if you let up five home runs in a game. Um, yeah, I, I don't know what happened here. You know, Ray Lowe just didn't have his best stuff, and, uh, you know, he, he paid for it, you know. Um, the White Sox offense puts up six runs. They did pretty decent here tonight. Um, it was nice to see Tim Anderson get another multi-hit game. He's up at 333 for the year. But uh, it, it, I don't know, man. It's just irritating. <laughs> you know, I don't like losing to Kansas City because they're real bad. Oh, they're yeah, real they're, bad. they're real bad. Um, and you know, I, outside I, I of, don't I don't like to see that. Outside of uh, Whit Merrifield and uh, Soler, um, there's not much firepower here in this lineup and you you really don't expect to get uh taken deep the way you did tonight um but that's that's guaranteed right when the uh weather's hot and humid um ball just seems to fly right out there to to right center um you know it was good seeing Eloy Jimenez uh, hit another home run tonight great seeing Abreu destroy a baseball um but you know you got to have a little bit more production uh, one for five with runners in scoring position tonight for the White Sox. They just couldn't seem to get guys on base and move them over and then capitalize tonight. Um, you know, you only get five runners in scoring position in the whole entire game, yet you're able to score six runs. You, know, you should be doing a little bit more damage than that. Um, you know, it, it's kind of the same thing that we had last night with, uh, you know, guys getting on and, and then, uh, you know, home runs with runners on base, you just got out slugged tonight. Um, and that's, that's going to happen at some points in time, but you, you gotta, you gotta string together some hits here. 
um, and and score other ways if if that's what's going to happen. They just weren't able to do that, and you know uh, you weren't uh, you weren't up against a great pitcher tonight either. Uh, Glenn Sparkman, um, he's not a world beater whatsoever. His ERA sitting at a five point nine four. Um, you know, I, I know you can look across the uh, across the box score here and see that Reynaldo Lopez sitting at a five three five. But Lopez, I, I, I truly believe he's a better pitcher than Sparkman. Um, just you know, uh, I, Lopez has got nine wins on the season. I know that's not the end all be all here, but um, you know, Lopez just seems so streaky this year, Buzz. It just seems to be. A tale of two Reynaldos. Oh know? yeah, he wasn't able to locate his fastball tonight, and that, and that's that's a big point on why we lost. That's his go-to pitch. He wasn't able to locate it, and you know he was hanging the ball over the plate. I mean, you get rocked for four home runs. That's what happens. You know, um, I, Ronaldo after the All Star break was on fire, and now he's kind of come back down to earth. And uh, I guess, like you said, streaky. So, I mean, that's, you know, I'm not really surprised. I was hoping that, you know, he'd come out and have a good game against a lesser opponent, but it's just, just Ronaldo being Ronaldo. Mm-hmm. This was that's a very, about, the only way I could put it. Very sweepable series. Uh, we kind of touched on that on Socks on Tap Sunday Fun Day with the 108 guys. Um, I know, I believe I had said, I can't remember what you said, but I believe I had predicted this one to be a potential loss. I know I kind of flip-flopped on that and then, you know, last night uh, on the highs of a of a victory, maybe changed my tune a little bit after looking at the pitching matchup, and I predicted a win tonight. Um, but you know, it's, yeah, I said two and three for our White Sox in this yeah, series. I, so I, I did, I did two out of three as well. Um, but this was a w- winnable ball game, and these these have just been frustrating, and these have piled up. You know, I think I've said this before. We we've done this post game show before, Buzz. We've we've done it. Um, there was a tad bit of the Ricky's boys don't quit BS tonight as well. Uh, when, um, Jose Abreu, um, goes absolutely ham on a Paul and destroys it out to left field, uh, puts the socks within two runs. And then, uh, yeah, it's just kind of slowed up from there, but just frustrating. You know, you, you should win these ball games, buzz. I, I don't, I don't see a reason why you can't, Go get more runs against the Kansas City Royals. They're they're able to, you know, go deep five times tonight. Um, the Sox should have been able to do the same thing. There's there's enough firepower in this lineup uh, to get that job done. And then uh, you know you just come up empty. Yeah, I I agree. I mean, you know, it's just White Sox it comes down to having it, not having it. And White Sox pitching didn't have it tonight, and it didn't put it, you know, uh, giving up four five long balls or whatever, you know, in eight runs, it's hard for any team to rebound, any team's offense to rebound from that and, and help get a win. But the White Sox just didn't have it tonight, man. That's all it is. You know, Ronaldo wasn't, he was streaky, didn't perform, didn't give the Sox a chance to really win the ball game. So, you know, move on to the next, I guess. Well, one other thing I want to talk about here, Zach Collins gets to start at DH tonight. Yeah. Is the White Sox DH spot? absolutely cursed buzz yeah absolutely absolutely there's bad juju all over it i don't i don't understand this if you go back and you look at this th utilization yonder alonzo jose rondon 
AJ Reed, Wellington Castillo, now Zach Collins. Collins is 093. You can even throw Polka into here. There is a curse or something on the designated hitter on this team. I don't understand it. All of those guys are like sub 200 hitters. <laughs> they are. I know it's so crazy. Isn't it? It's just cringeworthy. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. And I know I don't want to sound like a Cubbies fan and be like, there's a curse. But damn, you go and look at all of these guys that have been utilized here. And a lot of them are better ball players than that, career-wise. Oh, abso- just career-wise. Absolutely. I, <laughs> and you know what? Like the adjustments that Zach made after he went down after his first stint here. They've completely disappeared. Oh, yeah. Because he's in a cursed position. He's in a cursed DH spot. Yeah, I don't know what it is. I I don't want to continue this as a trend or, like, put any more bad juju on it. But what the hell? What the hell is this? Maybe pointing it out will lift the bad juju away. I don't know what what this is, man. Because you're right. That's exactly what I wanted to get into is he went down. He made adjustments. He did well down there. You know, and then you, you even saw Polka go down there and do well, and then come back and get some time at the at the DH spot, even in right field. But what, whatever, there's just this weird. I don't know what it is, but all of these guys have just been god awful. Yeah, no, it's bad. You know, and then and then even to to you know go further into that, McCann comes in to pinch hit at DH tonight. Can't do crap. Uh, leaves two runners on base, gets rung up. Bad call, and uh, then he gets himself ejected. There's something wrong with the DH spot. <laughs> I, I don't know what it is, but there's something that's not right. I, I don't know what it is. Um, it took all the goodness out of James McCann's soul and got yeah. him taken out of the ball game, man. I know. <laughs> like you would, you would think that a nice, calm, collected Christian boy like James McCann would not get that frustrated. But that's what happens when you're a White Sox DH. Things just don't go your way. You know, it's not not good, not good at all. I I, I had to point it out. I, I know we've talked about it uh, before, but man, I just it's it's really bothering me. It's really uh, bothering I'm, me. How do we I'm fix not... this? How do how do we fix it? I have an idea. And I'm not trying to be offensive to anybody listening to this, but I, I remember being at church one time when I was younger, and the and the priest guy had like this little mechanism that he put holy water into, right? Mm-hmm. And he would walk around during his sermon, and he would like kind of like go like this with this little like stick yes. thing with the, yes, you know what I'm talking about? Yes. And he freaking get water on people in the crowd as he was talking. So do we need, we need a need priest get... before the every game? Or us? We could just do it. <laughs> and toss, gotta, toss holy water on the DH. Yeah, it's like, yeah, well, we'll go, like, get some holy water from somewhere real quick. And then, you know, we'll Perf- just, every time the DH comes up, we'll just start going like this towards the damn field trying to get the holy water. Are you talking about, like, performing an exorcism yeah. on, on the DH spot? Yeah, absolutely. And okay. then, like, at, like, one of us can do, like, the throwing motion, you know, getting the holy water on there. And then, like, I could do that. And you could be like, oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord, please. Rid the White Sox DH problems away from away from me, and then you know we'll see what happens from there. You know, I don't. <laughs> we gotta try something. We gotta try something. I, I don't know what it is. Um, Maybe we could put beer in there. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, 
you know, because you know, you want to talk about a cool and tough position across sports, the DH. You just get to hit. That's right. what you're there to do, and we just can't seem to do the hitting part. It should just yeah. be like that. It's right now. It feels like the designated out. Right. You know, that's not good. That's not, not a recipe for success. That's not Gosh. cool and tough. That's lame and weak. Um, so we got to fix that. I, you know, at this point this year, it doesn't really seem to matter, but you'd like some production out of there at some point in time. And, I'm, you know, it's, we you. still have we still have around three weeks of baseball. Uh, that's quickly turning into two weeks of baseball. I'd like to see the DH spot hit some home runs throughout the rest of the season. Please, I'm, just do it I'm, for me. I'm telling you, man. All we this, if if it doesn't improve when you go to the game tomorrow, the next time we go to a game together, I'm gonna try to get my hands on one of those things, or I'm gonna make one. And we're, we're gonna we're gonna perform an exorcism at the game. Okay, we will exercise the. Uh, I will exercise the demons. The demons out of the White Sox DH position. Um, that's really all I have for today. But you know, it's just it's 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 bad. It's so bad. I don't know if I've ever seen a worse year out of a DH. And, you know, we don't have a stack guy on here right now, but um, this, this might be the worst DH performance in the history of baseball. Could be. I'm not sure. As a collective. I know the right field position's just as bad, too. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know what's worse. Well, obviously, I do know what's worse. Hitting-wise is the DH spot, but the right field position this year has been pretty ugly. You know, it's, it's just it's really bothersome. You know, and, and here's a name that hasn't been mentioned on this show ever. ever. I don't think ever. Oh, God. Who are we bringing up here? I'm bringing up Avisel Garcia. Oh, jeez, Avi. You know, why, why didn't you just get this guy back to just play right field or even DH this year? Because he would have been hurt the whole time. I mean, 274 this year, 19 home runs. That's that alone right there is better than what we've gotten out of <laughs> our DHs. You know, it, wow, today, um, just this is the first I've looked at Avi Garcia's baseball reference page all year. I don't know why, I just kind of like forgot about this guy. But 496 at bats this year, uh, he's uh, repping a 1.6 B war. Um, for for the Tampa Bay Devil Rays, uh, hitting two seventy four, he's got a three twenty seven OBP, slugging four fifty six, and uh, oh, you know I can tell you this, that's that's just infinitely better than the production that we've gotten out of either the right field or DH spot for a guy who is just twenty eight years old. Um, I wasn't a big Avi fan when he was here, but it it just, it just seems like you regressed a position for what, and I don't understand it, but, um, you know, I'm not advocating for, uh, Avi Garcia, but man, at 3.5 million, and I believe he signed a one year deal with Tampa Bay. I could be wrong, but at 3.5 million, what was that going to hurt you? I don't I just don't understand this right now. Um you know, maybe maybe they were trying to save that out for for Daniel Palka this year, but that didn't work. But again, there's nothing wrong with having depth buzz. 
No, no, not at all. Not I'm at just, all. I don't. And it's sad to hear how he's outperformed everybody in our right field this year. Yeah, it is. It, it really is. <laughs> I, I, I don't know why I went down this road right now, but maybe it's just frustration. It's, it's because, September. It's because you're sad. I'm, I am sad. I'm very sad. Anytime the White Sox get beat by the Royals, it's a bad night. It's yeah. like it's like cracking extra beer night. Yeah, I agree with that. I think that's I, that's fair to say. Um, Buzz, that's all I've got on this game, and I don't really want to talk about Avisel Garcia anymore, so let's talk about tomorrow. We've got Lucas Giolito on the mound. He's a stopper. He's the ace. Let's go get a win tomorrow. Lucas Giolito, 14-8, and 8, 3.27 ERA, 216 strikeouts on the year. He's going up against Jorge Lopez. Three and seven, six point two three ERA. This should be a victory. Sox should take two out of three from Kansas City. Game time. This should be a shellacking. Yes, this should be a shellacking. Game time one ten should be warm again. Um, you know, and then the Sox are going to be heading off to uh, to Seattle. A little road trip here. Let's win one at home before we head on out. Um, what's your predictions for this game here? Um, well, Giolito, he's been pitching great all year. Um, Kansas City's not a very dangerous offense. I mean, there's only, like, one guy in the lineup that pisses me off, and that's Whit Merrifield. So, I mean, I'm not really too worried about it. I think Giolito can contain him tomorrow and just, you know, pitch a good game, keep the bats hot. hot. And it looks like our stars are performing at the plate these last couple games. I mean, you know, Abreu's looked good. Eloy Jimenez has looked good. Tim Anderson has looked good. And Mankata has looked good. So, you know, keep our stars uh, hitting the ball. Let Giolito do his thing. And we should be picking up this dub tomorrow and taking two or three. That's uh, that's kind of how I had it when I picked it. I, I thought that the White Sox were going to win two or three. I thought Nova would get a win. And I thought Giolito would get a win. Yeah, I mean, that that's exactly how I looked at it, too. So, you know, you you would have liked to see Lopez squeeze this one out and, and return back to uh, the Reynolds Lopez we saw, but obviously that did not happen. Um, you know, it is what it is. Uh, move on. Uh, next game, you got your ace on the mound. Um, this should be a very winnable series. Gilito's been excellent against this Royals lineup. Um, a lot of these guys have seen him multiple times, and they haven't fared too well. Um, so it, it, it should set up very nicely for the White Sox, who've also seen Lopez uh, a fair amount. Um, and they've hit him okay. Um, the only guy that, that really hasn't done very well against Lopez, and he's seeing the ball real well right now, is Eloy Jimenez. Seen him seven times, only hitting 143 against him. Uh, hasn't been able to do really any damage uh, to Lopez. Uh, but, um, you know, with that said... Uh, Eloy Jimenez seen the ball very well. Home runs in the last two games. Um, should be able to turn it around against him tomorrow. Buzz, let's get into our picks to click for tomorrow, and why don't you let the listeners know who the picks to click are brought to you by. Picks to click are brought to you by secondcitypicks.com, and you can follow them on Twitter at secondcitypicks. Super simple, super easy to use. Go to uh, secondcitypicks.com, enter in your email, and usually they have an awesome, uh, you know, an awesome game going on. You can pick the score of a White Sox game, the combined runs of a Cubs game, what have you. They have it. Super easy to use. Enter your email, put in whatever they have going on if it's a score of the game, and then they usually have a tiebreaker. And if you happen to win, 
if you happen to win, you can go win a gift card to a fine eating establishment somewhere in the Chicagoland area. Again, that is secondcitypicks.com, and you can follow them on Twitter at secondcitypicks. Beautiful, Buzz. Now, why don't you give who your pick-to-click is for tomorrow's ballgame? I just got to take it and ride with it. I'm going TA, man. Uh, this batting title thing that we've got going on here on the south side is something that I'm, like, really, really excited for because, you know, Tim Anderson, you know, hard work pays off, right? Mm-hmm. And, I mean, we could sit here and talk about the fielding, and I, there's a little Twitter war going on right now. Uh, but he'll improve there, too. But Tim Anderson has made crazy adjustments to the plate this year. It's not like we need to go into it and break it all down, but he's fighting for a batting title. I, I'm very, very excited every time the guy comes up to the, to the plate because I really want him to win this. So I'm going to EA tomorrow. I feel that uh, he gets another multi-hit performance here, and he uh, keeps his batting title hopes alive. Yeah, um, that's a great pick. I, I totally agree with you. Um, the the adjustments he's made, um, just the hitting all all year round, um, with the with the exception of the time when he was on the shelf and came back, um, has just been excellent. Um, I like that pick. Uh, I want to see him win the batting title, just just to say he did it. You know, I think I think that's a cool accolade. Uh, batting titles are cool and tough in my opinion. Um, so um, I'm going to have to go with Eloy Jimenez tomorrow. I think he's going to turn it around for the first time against this guy. And, uh, you know, I, I'd like to see him hit a home run in all three games this series. Um, it's not an easy feat to do uh, to hit a home run in three three days in a row, but uh, let, let's see if he can get it done. For sure. That would be awesome, man. Well, I think that's all I have on my plate here tonight, Tony. I think we ate it all up, and I have to now plan an exorcism. So we're going to try to get that going. An exorcism on 35th. The exorcism on 35th. That is a great t-shirt idea. Yeah, the exorcism on 35th. Oh, my God. Let's get the demon out. (laughs) Get the demon out. It's time to exorcise my demons. Throw throw a little ACDC behind that. There we go. That's cool and tough. Buzz. That, that's cool and tough, man. That is cool and tough. Be sure you're going to ontapsportsnet.com for all your Chicago sports literature and podcasting needs. Check us all out on Twitter. Follow at SoxOnTap. Follow at ontapsportsnet. Follow my guy at ChaiSoxMKZ. And follow me at BuzzOnTap. All right. That's all I got, man. I'm ready to, I'm ready to biggity bounce. All right. White Sox forever. White Sox forever. <laughs>